Hey, hi. Welcome to A Pastor and a Rabbi. Welcome to a bar. My name is Scott Eastman. I'll be your host. Joining me today are my very good friends, Pastor Sean Hennessy and Rabbi Matt Rosenberg. As always, we're going to kick off the show with Bro, Did You Know? And so who's got the bro from Did You Know today? Okay. Did you know that Arby's purchased for $11 billion with Dun- a B. Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins. They did not. It did. And here's the question. Where did Arby's get $11 billion? <laughs> <laughs> like, we just drove through your town, and the Arby's here has got to be the oldest building in Green Bay. Oh, did you go to the one like on West Mason? Hey. With the big hat? Right. Still the big hat, yeah. And, and I feel like all Arby's look like that. So how did Arby's, it sh- feels like it should go the other way. I feel like Dunkin' but Donuts. But Dunkin's would have bought Arby's. Would have purchased Arby's. But then why would what would they even do with an Arby's? Like why? Who even wants the Arby's? Why does Arby's? Who's have all going the money? to Arby's? That's what I'm saying. I feel like Arby's you is the kind of place where I go. Like I feel like I'm hungry for an Arby's, and then I eat it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. There's good food at Arby's. That cherry turnover is the jam. Cherry I mean, turnover. Oh, bro. The cherry turnover. That's from... why you go to Arby's. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. So we're we're leaving. This is probably a year ago. We're leaving the church, and my daughter. It's like a Wednesday night. She goes, oh, my gosh, Daddy, I'm starving. Like, I I need to eat. And I go, oh, baby, there's Arby's right there. She goes, literally, go to hell. (laughs) I was like, what the (laughs) She's like, I'm starving. Here's Arby's. Go to hell. Like... I didn't know Arby's was that bad. Yeah. But Spring Rings. Donuts. Do you have the the coffee? And now they have... No, it's not. It is Spring Rings. No. Ving Rhames oh, is the sure. voiceover. Yeah. We have it's the meat. Cedric oh, the Entertainer. Yeah. No, it's not. No. It's Ving Rhames. It's your life in check. It's I Cedric the Entertainer. It's, it is not. I'll bet you a dollar or a punch in the face. Does he do the rest of it? He uh, is the imagine. voice of Arby's. Cedric the Entertainer. No, no. not Cedric the Entertainer. It is so. It is. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, right look it up while I'm talking. Because the other, thing I like, <laughs> the other thing I like at Arby's, though, is the Euro. Like, I like their Euro. They're like Greek. That's why you go to Arby's. Yeah. Look at this <laughs> cherry turnover. <laughs> What's no, the, like ch- uh, cherry turnover? The beef and cheddar. Beef oh. and cheddar. Beef and Yeah. I told the you. guy from the. So it's either a dollar or a punch in the face. You I, choose. I thought it was Cedric the Entertainer. No. Well, you thought he should wrong. Be the voice. It's the guy from Pulp Fiction. This is in Pulp Fiction. Vic yeah. Rames is? Yeah. yeah. I think of him from Mission Impossible. Really? Yeah. That tells you where we're at in life. Yeah, well. <laughs> Who's the guy that makes the, the Pulp Fiction movie, the... What do they call it? Quarter pounder and cheese? Yeah, right? that, that's yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Wow, it's different, <laughs> That's though. not Bing Rames. It's different, though. He's, Bing Rames is in the part you shouldn't watch in Pulp Fiction. Oh. All right. Who's the Quentin Tarantino? Which, okay. is, which is all of Pulp Fiction. Best Quentin Tarantino movie ever. Wait, how are we there already? We're here, we're here. Because uh, we're there. Like, we just... How do you talk about Bing Rames and uh, Quentin Tarantino? I'm still on the Euro right now. Jump into the... Did he do uh, Inglorious Bastards? He did I, do Inglorious Bastards, so. yes. I think so. So, so yeah. there's that, right? So let's just talk about the ones that are in contention. Reservoir so Dogs. Reservoir That's Dogs. That's probably the best. Right? Pulp Fiction, of Pulp course. Pulp Fiction is probably the best, too. Right, but then there's like uh, Django Unchained, right? That's terrible, though. That's, <laughs> it's a good movie, but there's some stuff in there no, no human. Kill Bill. Should see. Kill Bill. Oh, my gosh. Kill the Bill, Volume 2. I didn't see Hateful Eight. Eight. Is Hateful Eight better than Django Unchained? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Listen, everything about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is fantastic. It is the most phenomenal movie, except it was like in the last 10 minutes, 
he discovered that he wasn't being Quentin Tarantino enough. Uh-huh. And so he just, let's just kill everyone. Kill it was like a great story. And it was like this, you know, because every Quentin Tarantino movie seems like it's, it's just one giant excuse for Blood. excessive violence. Yes. Like ma- machete, machete. Yeah. Which, by the way, Danny Trejo, have you seen the Danny Trejo documentary? No. Oh my gosh. Really? It's incredible. It's it's a must. Scary I think face. First of all, That's every pastor Oh Dusk Till Dawn is Every pastor should watch it. That is it. And he's in that movie. And see, I was just gonna say this. This, this is my favorite Quentin Tarantino scene because he's in there, he's telling the joke at the beginning of the movie, right? right? Uh, About the bar. And he's got like and he's like bets that he can like urinate into a oh gosh, I'm sorry. Urinate into um like a like a bucket or something, and he's so he's laughing about how he's like peeing on the bar and peeing on the right. walls and peeing right. everywhere but the bucket. I feel like you shouldn't do that with your hand. Anyway. That's weird. It gives a it gives a, Jean, the- a very Django esque <laughs> image. It's that. Oh, here's a shot. You know. You, okay, so you know who else does that kind of thing with their movies, and I love his movies. This guy Ritchie. Oh yeah, Guy Ritchie. Love how he puts the be- the end of the movie at the beginning. So favorite Guy Ritchie movie. But- Wait, we didn't talk about the favorite one? Well, I was on it. You jumped off of it because I was on the Danny Trejo thing. But I'm but ready what? for a favorite Disney movie, actually. No. <laughs> now we're really talking. <laughs> See, I picked Inglorious Bastards because there's Jews in it. Yeah. But obviously oh. there's Nazis in it, too, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Rabbi Matt is Jewish. <laughs> I, th- I think for me, Reservoir Dogs. Res, let's just answer yeah. that question, because inquiring minds want to know. Reservoir yeah. Dogs, because to me, Classic. it was the OG. It was like, that's how I got introduced yeah. to his stuff. The rest of it's, all of his stuff, I'm sure, is good in its own way. His last one was we- uh, Once Upon a Time. That's, really yeah, that's why I really like that one. I like that one until the end. It's weird. The end is weird. Mm, it yeah, kind of reimagines some things that you're oh. like, what? I, I did yeah, like don't do that. DiCaprio and... Uh, and Brad, Brad Pitt was phenomenal so in that movie, though. So good. Brad Pitt is awesome in everything, though. It's true, though. Yes. All the way back to Twelve Monkeys, right? Like, oh, dude, people that movie was so Twelve dope. Monkeys. That was he the was guy from Monkeys. Bruce yeah. Willis and him. Yeah, and he was what? like, that was directed by wow. the guy from Monty Python. Wow. Uh, Eric, uh, I don't. No, no, yeah, uh, no. Right. Uh, with the beard. <laughs> anyway, I love that movie because Brad Pitt was. Yeah, he's crazy. Fantastic, fantastic in that movie. Huh. He's also fantastic. Back to Guy Ritchie. In Snatch. In Snatch. Bro, he's Come so on. good in Snatch. You, can, you have to have subtitles on, on Snatch. And even with subtitles, you still yeah. can't understand what Brad yeah. Pitt's saying. Oh, but he's so, so good, good in that movie. Like with the with the gypsy thing that he yes. has going on, yep. it's phenomenal. You like docs? What? <laughs> even the gypsies couldn't understand what he was saying. It made me want to, like, it made me want to... Like, fight. You know what I mean? Like, that movie made me want to fight. Like, what about like, Fight Club? Did Fight Club make oh, you want to fight or no. just oh, snatch? I did like Fight he's Club. He's tough. He's like, maybe he's a good fighter in real yeah. life. I wonder if yeah, that's Lonnie true. <laughs> that's hot on... That's the number movie. one movie on Netflix yeah, last month. I just month. rewatched it. Is it really? It's yeah, a great it movie. Was. The it one just, where he's like a baseball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're randomly putting movies up right now. Yeah. Making oh. you watch them. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It was a good movie. That does remind me about one current event topic. What was her name? I should know her name before I bring it up. But like, there's a chick, an Asian chick. Can I say that? Is that okay to say? Is that how you refer to people? Asian chick, black dude. Can you say it? Is that how you say things? Anyway, there's an Asian chick that just got named the general manager of the Miami Marlins. Oh, yeah. I think that's fantastic. I don't know that I would. 
refer to a general manager of a professional sports team as a chick? Well, you couldn't before. That's true. But <laughs> yeah. like there was a... Like, That's it. That's the show for today because I don't think... Anything's gonna get better yeah. than that line. Is there an Asian? It's an Asian lady. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I know that that's the way you would normally is call. Is also the first Asian. Right. First Not Asian and first woman. Really? Yeah. First Asian GM of the Florida Marlins. Of, of any, any team. No, but she's of the yeah, Florida, of Marlins. Florida Marlins. Yeah, right, which is a team the that's owned by GM of all American which is insignificant. sports. Right. Baseball is insignificant. Right, we better get on to something else before. Bro, we baseball, it's terrible. But your guy wasn't he? Doesn't he own the Marlins? Jeter. Jeter. Baseball. That was a Derek Jeter move. With somebody, world. with his wife. He worked for the Yankees someone. when he was when they won wow. when they won World Series. And then at the same time, so you've got this woman right being named as a general manager in baseball, but in the NFL, there's there's one chick in charge of any department, right? It's the PR department for the Texans, and they let her go. One right? lady. Okay. Lady. There's a woman ref though now in football. And coach. 49 And have coach. A coach. And she the strength and conditioning coach? I thought she was like I don't know. She's not like No? Abnormally big. I she's a uh I think she's a position coach. No. I feel like Say she's that. like a special teams. I should women. know that. Special teams coach. But I don't know that for sure. I think Condoleezza Rice will be the first general manager in the NFL. Legitimately. Like that's her goal. She wants to be a I think the general manager or a president of a professional really? sports team. Yeah. She's brilliant. She is and brilliant. I think her dad was a was a football she coach do the forever. Football? She does sometimes. She's not all the she time. She is now. Yeah. She's, she's I think part she's of that. like the president of something. Yeah. yeah. Last she's last election, not this not this most recent election, but the election I wrote in Condoleezza Rice. Did you really? Condoleezza Rice and uh, what's his name? Colin he was Powell? like Colin Powell. Yeah, that'd be a great. I wrote in Mickey Mouse once. Thing. Did you really? Now I feel like I'm just being stupid. Yeah. What? Bro, I don't know. No, I was being stupid. But you <laughs> did you really write in Mickey Mouse and waste yeah. your vote? I mean, not recently. Huh. Probably my first vote. Oh. Oh, just to be like a smart aleck? Yeah, you know. I feel like that was you. I did read though that I think that's the number one write-in. Mickey Mickey Mouse? Mouse? For president. Like consistently. Hmm. Yeah. And it's not really because, just to be goofy, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and rather Pluto, I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speaking of Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think some people are like, because I don't want to vote for anybody. So I'm mm. rather... It's not like it a wasted like a waste. vote. It's like it does a, feel like a waste it's like of a, a, it's of like a, a stick it, It's like a stick it right. to the man vote. I don't know. That seems like a I voted vote for a mouse. That seems like a vote of a person who's always had the right to vote, not to get political. Yeah, no, I get, I get like what you're saying. Privilege. You get one, the, but there'll be, there'll be people that take that the, to the furthest thing. That if you don't vote for one of the two parties, you're just wasting your vote. Don't waste your vote. I don't I get to vote, this before, so, but I do no, think no. I do think Mickey Mouse is black, bro. Why is it? That Goofy can talk and wears clothes, but Pluto is a dog. They're both dogs. It's it's awful for dogs. Like, I I feel bad for Pluto. I don't watch Disney, so I don't... This is outside of my realm. But I I was thinking during the Quentin Tarantino conversation... Yeah, we've talked about 18 things already. I was thinking, and, and this is a totally different direction, but people generally say that Jews run Hollywood, Hmm. but there's no cartoons about Jews. Huh. There's no Jewish princess. Hmm. <laughs> there are everybody else. Well, I mean, is there an Irish princess? There's mo. They did. Mary they did uh, the Prince of Egypt. 
That's the closest we get. Yeah, but Jews made that movie, right? I feel like they made all the other movies. Yeah, but I do think it's interesting that there isn't like a Bible story. Like, I said that in such Disney, a way that I feel. I why didn't really Disney gross. or Pixar like why haven't they done it? They're doing all these cultural stories, but they won't do a like a well like why wouldn't you do Esther? Yeah, I love that. I mean, right. I do love that, right? right? Like, I do love that because I feel like I think about that a lot. Actually, like I don't, I don't. What is it about the Jewish culture, right? That it, it, for yourself, right? Because I don't know if it's fair to say that Jewish people or Jewish ethnic, I don't know how you say, run Hollywood. That's not yeah. a far-fetched thing to say, right? That there's it's a vast majority of people in the entertainment business overall. And so why would they? Why would they not make those stories? Right. And so why that's would Prince why. of Egypt be the one thing you know that you? But could, that's probably why, because they're trying to not make it about us. Because hmm. it kind know. of reminds me of another topic that I've been thinking about. This isn't in, in our show notes, but I was just sometimes a, a while ago now, ten or fifteen years ago, as I was working through my faith, I, I remember thinking or posting something about like I wish or I can't wait for the time when Christianity is regarded as um, benign as the Jewish faith. Do you know what I mean? Like people look at the Jewish faith. And aren't offended by Jewish people. I mean, people certainly not here. Like, you know, if we're talking about like in the Middle East, yeah, for sure. Right. right? But I mean, like here. Like, you're like, oh, they're cute Jews. Look at the cute little menorah. Or look at the cute, you know, dreidel, dreidel. Right? Or isn't Adam Sandler adorable? Right? Like, we, they look at people of, of the Jewish faith as always like a benign thing. It's not really something that's an affront to them. But where Christianity is still an affront to so many people. And is it because of how Jewish people are and how Christian people are? Or is it... You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, will Christianity ever cross over into this place where, oh, isn't that cute? They're Christians. Rather than, oh, we hate Christians. You know, it's just, I don't know. So you'd rather... Nope. I wouldn't rather. Okay. Because it sounded like you were... Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as benign. I just, I meant like... Yeah. I don't want us to be benign. In fact, that's, in fact, that's heart of... Benign means non-cancerous? Right. Is benign like the way we would say that? Sorry, I thought it was benign. <laughs> I think benign, really, it's just like it's... Oh, this is no I big see deal. where you're going. You know, it's, it's no big deal. We don't have to worry about that. It's, not a, it's nothing to be concerned about. I mean, his, well, historically, that's not how people view Jewish people. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been murdered so much. Right, all like the time. Every, <laughs> like in every, every empire, generation. Right, yeah, yeah, everybody's... Yeah. yeah, I don't think people actually feel that way about Jews. I think that's but you're a, talking about the faith. I, I think, think that's... You're, a, yeah. you're saying that people look yeah. at Jewish people like they're an ethnicity and not like they're a religion. Right, and right. And so right. maybe... But that's also like, not right. entirely right. Hmm. I mean, we're both, but... Well, we know that, but I think your man on the street wouldn't typically... The guy right, being on the bar, right? Yeah, they right. just go, oh, he's... He's Jewish. Right. Like, I feel like for the man on the street or the guy at the end of the bar, like, when you talk about the extent of his understanding of Jews or Israel or whatever, you know, amounts to maybe people as old as me or, like, Sammy Davis Jr. was Jewish, right? Like, but he chose to be Jewish. So, like, most people don't know who Sammy Davis Jr. is now. But anyway, or they think about Schindler's List, right? Or what? I mean, that's the extent of people's understanding or knowledge or exposure you know, Jesus. Jesus. But even then, they don't think of it that way. <laughs> right. I mean, look at our paintings. <laughs> I did a wedding last weekend at this Lutheran church here in Green Bay. And, like, there was Jesus everywhere. And he was the whitest Jesus you would, like, ever seen. Like, not just, like, oh, yeah. wasn't that funny that they made him? Like, he was, like, super white. Like, right. Disney white. Norwegian. Like, like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Not Mickey Mouse white. Right? But, no, like. I think he's black. Yeah. <laughs> like, Norwegian white. Is that mm-hmm. what you said? Norwegian white? Yes. 
Blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Right. Yes. Well, but I, Aryan. I don't think I've ever seen the blonde hair. I mean, I hear people describe that. Yeah. It's kind and when of they want to kind of go, brown. When they want to kind of like brown. let the pendulum swing the other way, they say, oh, you know, like this blonde hair. I just think like the pictures I see of Jesus, he always has brown hair. Brown hair and a beard. Not yeah. not like a gnarly beard, but a very well, like your beard, like very well mm. kept and trimmed down. Like Jesus on the on the, on the the Chosen. Is that the name of that show? i never seen it. What show? I know. I love Jesus in that. I heard that it's I mean, I like a Jesus. phenomenal show. It really is really well done. Yeah, that's, but I but that's not blonde. I think that's there's Jesus. light shining on it, right? I'd yeah. say that's auburn. He's got a little auburn hair. It yeah. is very wavy. It's not bad. It's a bit mullet. This is a Catholic one, though. That's again not yeah. blonde, but, but not yeah. blonde. But that's no. not right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just think, saying. I don't think any Jewish I'm just saying when we come like back that. and we say the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus, every time that gets said, I go, I, I've never seen yeah. a blonde. Jesus picture. Maybe they're out there, but I like I don't see them. You know what I'm saying? Blonde. And so like I'd rather watch Jesus. cricket than baseball. I hate baseball. Really? I know it's like Nobody the American pastime, but it's it don't but at least it's not like I don't have to invest a whole day I don't in play a games, cricket. I don't match. pay attention to games named after insects. That's <laughs> serious. Debate baseball is just so is long. That? Like it can we just it's but terrible. It's like there's, so, there's like the game in the game. And like there's just. I hear that. But oh I go, gosh. it's just, it's like four hours. I took Sonny to a Mariners game once. We sat like six rows up on the third baseline. And we all, we, we just wanted the hot dogs. That's really all we yeah. wanted. The hot dogs. Bring me oh. your. There is no black cracker, Jesus. You're right. And Cracker Jacks. Yeah. Bring, your, bring just me your. Just my life. Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Yeah. See that? So there's not. It's you're right. It's brown-haired Jesus with light shining on him. Right, but I do like the new Jesus pictures of the of the yeah definitely. So like back to your thing about the Jewish thing. I think when most people think about anybody from the Middle East, your guy in this, your guy at the end of the bar thinks Muslim. Yeah, thinks that guy's a Muslim. Like wherever, wherever it is that he's from, you know. So and he's a terrorist. Right. Well, this categorization of people, and there's so many different parts of the Middle East that. That's not how they... I'm pretty certain that Jesus' head never glowed. I would have... Well, what about like, the, yeah. like the transfiguration? Well, once. Yeah. Okay, well, you said never, you so stop using never. absolutes then. You did don't say never. Roll your eyes at me. I don't think I, it I didn't take it. Your I don't think just it just typically... All right. Like, you didn't walk around, right? Right. I feel like that's, a, that's a, like, a, like a Catholic... Yeah, you know, thing that we just have to like determine his holiness. That's where it comes from, though. It's like glory. But that's—I I feel like we did that. I feel like we're all over the map. He but was I feel a really man. Bad. He was a man. Yeah, just for as, sure. as dude as dude could be, right? No glowing rays. No, no, no white exposed sash. heart. He didn't wear sashes either. In right. thorns, right. Yeah. like he was in a beauty competition. Yeah. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Galilee. <laughs> 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 now for the yeah. swimsuit competition. And, they were like, and he was like, world peace. <laughs> well, that, I guess you did say that. That is funny. That's funny. <laughs> that reminds me because I just, I just finished this book that I told you about. Yeah. Called A Farewell to Mars, hmm. which is a play on the, you know, on the book A Farewell to Arms, just talking about war. And, and in this, this pastor. I would have um, guessed that. I'd never heard of the second book either. Yeah. A Farewell to Arms? <laughs> no. That's did you guys go to the school called high school? Did you guys do that? Yeah. Not because you went and you went and you went in New York City. But you went when you went when it was all still in one classroom and people used chalkboards. So in a little white building, maybe that was back in the farmlands. Anyway, in this book, (laughs) you know, white people. (laughs) 
There was a black guy in Little House on the Prairie. Remember that one guy? You could be the white Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I always think of Little House on the Prairie. It would be funny if Jesus was bald. That would be interesting. (laughs) He probably was better looking. Like shaved head bald (laughs) or... Yeah, either. It would be funny if you had like a balding... Keep the bald. (laughs) Like under, yeah. It would have been funny if at 33 years old he was balding. Like a receding hairline. Totally. <laughs> That's weird. That feels sacrilegious. Yeah. I mean, you're a rabbi, I was with, so you I was may with everything until then, man. I feel like you're going to hell. You may know more than the pastor, but... Farewell to arms. Yes, anyway, Mars. farewell to Mars, right? This, this pastor's talking about how the kingdom of God is Mars. this... Kingdom of God. Is, is, was this peaceable kingdom. That, and he introduced it. And so it wasn't so this idea of 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 Jesus being sent to earth by God our father and everything to save the world has nothing to do with like the onesies and twosies of our own personal salvation but to save the world and make it this peaceable kingdom you know what onesies, i mean it, onesies made me think of babies yeah onesies twosies you ever heard that phrase no, i've never heard that either you guys are what is happening must be in farewell to arms maybe it was when you were in your one room schoolhouse with Laura Ingalls <laughs> You learned that. Please same. comment uh, below if you've Laura ever heard onesies, twosies. Ridiculous. You're not that much older than me. So we're driving, we're driving in the car. I'm driving the car with my kids, and my daughter says this totally out of the blue, brilliant thing. She says, why in all the movies does God have a deep voice? Hmm. And she said, what if... God actually sounds like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a high talker. And I was like, I just want you to know that I love <gasps> you. I just love you, Sean. So Talk to you guys later. That's, and that's why. I'm going to create a place for you. Right. I, I, go, I go to prepare a place for you. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like how that sounds or feels. <laughs> and you should... In the words of Journey to Wholeness, that triggers me. Right? Yeah. In the burning bush. I am the Lord your God. I am who I am. He has definitely got a better Mickey voice yeah. than you have. Yeah, well, he's got a naturally high voice. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Can we put I, bass on my voice in this podcast? You put it like in the post-production? Yeah. I'm not the... You guys are the Disney like people, Dr. so I, I mean, you have the Disney credit card. I, well, I don't, but I, I should. I thought you had the one that gets you points. No. I do have a card that gets me points from Capital One. What's in oh, your wallet? What's in <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't understand the Disney thing though. Yeah, I mean you guys are like Disney guys. Yeah. You don't understand the, don't. the Disney thing. Uh-uh, nothing like why about it's it. Nothing about it. None of the useful. none of the movies. None of the. Uh-oh. My daughter loved them. Not the place. No, it's no. I didn't like the place. Mm. It was my favorite place. It's closed. It's my favorite place. Disneyland's closed. <laughs> Like, I don't even know where to begin on that because I just feel like... like Let's talk you, about that in the next episode. All right. The Can we go back to the Disney thing? Let's episode. go back to the, the Mars thing. No, no. I mean, yeah. Anyway, in this, in this, um, in this book, he ends talking about the, the uh, cadet chapel in Colorado Springs at the Air Force Academy. Yeah. And how it was built on the outside to look like a stack of, I don't know, seven or eight fighter jets, like on their tail. Really? Like if you go back and look at it, that's the that's the silhouette of the chapel. But on the inside of the chapel, the crucifix is not a crucifix in that there's a Jesus on it, it's just a cross. But the cross is made up of like a big propeller blade as Whoa. the as the cross beam. And then the 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 main beam is shaped like a sword. So what it looks like is this sword. Wow. Right, and so this guy's like, "How did we get here? How did how did 
how do we create a chapel where we're representing Jesus with this cross, where, where at one time the cross was like how Rome said, listen here, you follow or this is what you get. Like right. this is our weapon of destruction, right. the crucifixion, right? And so now we're saying, look at us, we're proud warriors, you know, for God, hmm. you know? And like, where did that come from? Where did being a warrior for God come from? And who is our enemy? And like, even if they are our enemy, who are we fighting against? And why are we all militant about our faith? And I, like, I, that really resonates with me because I'm hmm. like, because that's, that's the natural state for me. Those three things go, went hand in hand my whole life. Have my you, faith in my in my country. Have you heard of Esau McCulley? Esau McCulley's a black Anglican priest hmm. who studied with N.T. Wright. Um, and he has this book called Reading While Black, which is a fascinating hmm. book. It's very challenging. But it made me think of, he said a quote, uh, he said in his book, the meek and mild Jesus of popular imagination is a creation of the comfortable middle class. The oppressed know Jesus as the rider upon the white horse whose robe is dipped in the blood of his enemies. And so here, so now we're talking about this militant Christianity, right? But who are the enemies? We think the enemies, like if you think about in this book he talks about, and I agree, we think about like the enemies of communism. Like they were our enemies. We think about these other empires, right? The Roman Empire and the German Empire and like all these other things. Like they're our enemies. We have to ride to destroy them, right? But when Jesus was saying like, when we're talking about the oppressed, we're not oppressed. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not oppressed. And for me to think that I've got to ride against someone in the name of Jesus Christ and I'm going to defend you, I'm going to, you know, like, I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, but you're... Yeah, they're not physically our enemy, but the spirit of communism is our enemy. Sure. But that, am I supposed to kill that guy then? We're, our spirit should war against that spirit. Yes, it should. We shouldn't war against them as humans. We shouldn't that, hate that's them. what I'm talking about. We shouldn't hate them as humans, but but the spirit that is within that. And if and if our spirits don't war against spirits that are contrary to the spirit of God, then we've just compromised who we are. And we've just let I agree with everything you, but, become. But we do that. Everything. I feel like Jesus told us to do that out of love, though. That that to, to repay evil with goodness, right? I feel like in Isaiah, right? He talks about I don't know why I look at you like Isaiah is not available to us, but like right, yeah. right Wait, but we're going to Old Testament, so let's take it to him. He gets yeah. some cred for his beard, yeah. right? But in Isaiah, like he talk, in, the, in Isaiah's dream, he talks about like like uh, uh, beating our our swords into plowshares and, and our spears into right. you know what I mean to like to like provide and give and feed and nourish like that's what we're supposed to be doing with our weapons right that that's what we should be doing well, that we're not supposed to be there's seasons though. All right. That's Ecclesiastes, right? There's yeah. a time and a season. Yeah, yeah. It was like a song or, in the seventies. The birds, right? Who was birds. that song? The birds. The birds. Oh, the you birds. did say the birds. Sorry. Yeah. 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 David Crosby. Uh, was he really? He's the. He was the singer of the birds. I didn't know that. I just watched a documentary on the plane. And now he's isn't he like a I dad to one of the a, Indigo Girls I didn't know kid or something like that? Did he like? He's a dad like to a lot dad? of kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Is he the guy that just criticized Eddie Van Halen when he died? Did he? Oh. Is David Crosby still alive? Yes. Maybe. One well, of the guys, was it wasn't Neil Young, but one of those dudes really? criticized that he, said he wasn't that great of a guitar player. That's but ridiculous. Come on, bro. Rough. Anyway. I don't know. Ecclesiastes. You said there's seasons. There are seasons for things. There's a time to kill. There's a time to die. There's a... Yeah. I think part <clears> of the dilemma is people, there's these boxes, right? In, in I mean, American Christians' minds. Uh... The God of the Old Testament is a God of war and anger. 
God of the New Testament is a God of peace and um, friendship. Right. And right. you're saying that's a misnomer or that's yes. a misunderstanding? Well, it's true in all of it. He's both. But Esau McCulley's point, which I think is really thought-provoking, is uh, is mild and meek. It is comes from a place of privilege. Um, it in and what people who need freedom hmm. want God to be an avenger, not like the Avengers, Avengers, but a real avenger. Yeah, uh, they mm-hmm. want they want God to uh, you know come right. and rescue and destroy their enemies. I love this though, but isn't that like like but why they're still true? Like even in the end, he's still going to do that, and it's still going to be the gonna... meek and mild Jesus that everybody wants is going to be the one that judges all of creation with wrath. We talk about a lot, I think, in our in how we speak, you know, to churches about how one of the things that people wanted out of Jesus was to be this avenger, mm-hmm. right? Like they were expecting that kind of Messiah. Yeah, I think your point is. I think American Christians want him to avenge the wrong things. Right. When in fact, what we, we want, we want him, we want him to, uh, this was an article in the Atlantic that they quoted Andy Stanley a bunch just the other day, um, is they, you know, people want like, like God is a Trump supporter, like, mm-hmm. you know, like they, or, or the nationalism of America as if God ever made a covenant with the United States, which he didn't, um, but we act like he did. We act like he did. Because they're, they're, well, they're forms of what's called replacement theology, which is the idea that God has replaced the Jewish people and started the church um, and now blesses the church the way he promised he would bless the Jewish people. And, and all of that is false. So we have this thing that because communism is evil, yeah. that means democracy is good. And if democracy mm-hmm. is good, then that's what God supports. And it gets a little wishy-washy on the... It's not that democracy is not a good thing, but in no way at the end of all things, when we're gathered around the great, great white throne and the lamb is slain in the altar in the middle, is, is God going to step forward? Is Jesus going to step forward and go, you know, in all of human history, the thing that I was most in was democracy. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> like, it's right. not, you or know, like, yeah, or that's America, how treat it. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I right. feel like the nation of Israel is one thing. Yeah. I feel like every other and nation is different than just is the not, modern state of Israel is not. I think that confuses people too. Mm-hmm. The covenant is with the Jewish people as a people group. Right. right. Not Netanyahu not necessarily. just the nation of Israel. Um, but it's the only people that God actually made a covenant with. Right. That otherwise God is the God of the world. Right. Yeah. Not, a, not a God of Christian nations or ones founded yeah. under God or yeah. whatever that have a pledge of allegiance. Right. Then it's right. just. Right, so I think the things that the thing that frustrates you, which also frustrates us, is um, is the symbols of war. It's not that they're symbols of war, as much as what are you warring against? Yeah, right. And God is not warring against some of the things that we are. We're so famous as people for for swinging pendulums though, right? Like, so you have right. people who get so frustrated by your Norelco Jesus that we just saw the picture of with his wavy hair. Norelco. So then, then you know, the trimmers. Shaver. And oh. then like we swing, there's a group of people that swing the pendulums and now he's like Rasta Jesus with like dreadlocks and a gnarly beard and right. scars on his face. And like, if we look at the whole idea from this fatherly idea that like fatherly isn't just 
Oh, little boy. Like everyone wants a nice dad, right? Until someone breaks in. When someone breaks into your house, you don't want your dad hugging the dude. You want your dad to tear that dude apart. You want your father to be someone who's strong enough and capable enough to protect you, but still compassionate enough to treat you with the love and mercy and the kindness that you feel like you deserve to be treated with. And so we can't like have one without the other. Like if we're gonna have this healthy father in our God thing, like it can't be, and no offense, because I love this guy, it can't just be the Bob Goff Jesus. It can't just be right. the, di- like t- to you guys think, it can't just right. be a Disney Jesus. Joel there's Disney like, Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, there's like gotta be something in there where it's all like all of the above. And I think like for the guy in the pew or the guy at the bar, that's where we struggle. We struggle because which picture of Jesus or God? Is it the Old Testament pissed off God or is it the New Testament I sent Jesus to be a hippie God? And there, there's like, it's both. there's a wholeness in that. Mm-hmm. So for the guy who's drinking a whiskey. Well, how is Jesus the same <clears throat> yesterday, today and forever? It says in Hebrews. Yeah. But he's totally different now. That's, that's yeah. not how it works. So we have to, we have to figure as believers like we're we're all believers here, right? But we're still normal dudes, like dudes who probably shouldn't watch Quentin Tarantino, but we do watch Quentin Tarantino. Guys who who right. eat more meat than they probably should. Not, like we're just, just we're just guys, right? But when people look at the positions that we hold, they they swing the pendulum with us too. And yeah. so what what is that sweet spot in yeah, in our faith? Pastors right. should mm-hmm. not do that. Right. You're like, well, why do you get to do it? Right. <laughs> well, there's a balance in faith. And I think that's what right. we're, that's what the goal of some of this podcast is to, yeah. is to get people to understand that there, there is also a humanity involved in, in who it is that we are. And, and we're supposed to every day be trying to perfect our faith. Yeah. And so like, and this is the topic because we're basically out of time. But this, this can be the conversation for another one is that that's the beauty of accountability. This is what most men don't have. Most men don't have accountability. Compound word, someone to make an account for their ability. You are capable of more. You are capable, not just of more achievements, but you are capable of more balance. You're, you're capable of more kindness, but you're also capable of more strength, right? So in your attempt to become more kind. I love that. But at the same time, you don't have to compromise strength for kindness. Like you don't mm. have to be a, a, a wimp a right. pushover. to do Turn, this thing. Turning the other thing. cheek doesn't mean always let people walk all over you. Well, you run out of cheeks, right? You got four. And so <laughs> at some point, you just don't have any more cheeks left like, to turn. I have two. Oh, oh, I see where you're going. Oh, so wrap us up. Anyway, I feel like this was a real... To bring it back to Disney for a second. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a manufactured side of the happiest place on earth. It's all manufactured, right? It's all fake. They're all facades. Everything that's rehearsed in that place is to make it feel like hmm. it is the happiest place on earth. And if you're into it, it is, but it's all manufactured. And I think part of the frustration is that's how faith is for most people. It's a manufactured facade 
of That's really this good, is bro. the ki- it's all happy and kind, but it's not. It's also, you know, the statement from Jesus is you is to you know judge not lest you be judged. But prior to that, it's also as believers, we're actually supposed to judge each other. We're not supposed to judge people who are not a part of the faith. Mm-hmm. They're two different things. But if you fall into sin or, or there's something that we just, you know, we're supposed to judge each other. That's yeah. part of our responsibility. But people read that as, but it's supposed to be happy. So you can't tell me that I can't do something. Right. But if, if the text says you can't, you can't or you shouldn't. Um, you said something about this the other day. You talked about how... That when it says that, it's, it says, you know, judge not lest ye be judged, meaning to say that to the degree to which you judge yeah. people is the degree to which you'll be judged. Yeah, go ahead and judge people, but just know that it's coming back on you. Right. You're going to be judged, and we're going to judge. Right. So that's a topic for another episode. That's a topic for another episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of A Pastor and a Rabbi Walker Newbar. We'll see you next time.